Welcome to Glowing for Good podcast, conversations about Jesus, growing in our calling and journeying together. Welcome back to the Glowing for God podcast. Welcome. Uh, today I'm joined with... Hello. Hello. This is Tim Newman, everyone. Hello. Hello. Yeah, <laughs> this is Tim. Um, I've known Tim for maybe three or four years, I think. I'm not, I'm not for sure. But uh, yeah, we do go to the same church now because I'm at college. Tim's not actually at college, but yeah. He, how, what are you doing in the church, Tim? Um, I do youth work. Mm. Um, I volunteer with the youth and I also am in the worship band. Yeah. So what are you doing in like normal life though, day to day? Uh, in normal life, I'm a singer-songwriter. So I do cool. gigs, yeah. write songs, sing them, play guitar, um, make videos online, that sort of stuff. Yeah, making YouTube videos and stuff. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, so um, today we're talking on the topic of God's love and myself and Tim wanted to record a podcast but we decided that this was the one we wanted to talk about purely because yeah it resonates hugely with both of us it's something we mm. can both talk about and yeah it's such a huge topic but it's there's so much freedom in the topic of God's love and there's so much truth that needs to be known and I also I feel like since being at college I've had so much revelation of what God's love is um, so yeah, we're going to talk about that today. Um, but before we do, I will just do a little disclaimer um, that both myself and Tim are on our own journeys and we definitely don't know everything um, on this topic. We're still learning, of course, um, but we're just opening up this conversation today to learn from each other and to look deeper into what the Bible says about God's love. Um, this is going to be a learning time as well as a friendly chat. So please take what we're saying today in that way. And yeah, we just really hope you're blessed by it. Yeah. yeah. So, shall we start? God's Let's do love. it. God's love. Um, so, what is God's love? Like, I feel, I feel starting off, I think it's so important to distinguish God's love is not based on emotion. Emotions. 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 We've done a whole podcast on emotions already, but... Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, I did it with Zach. Um, but yeah, so it's not based on human emotion. I feel there's such a difference between human love and God's love. Yeah. Um. Yeah, there's so much in the Bible about God's love as well. And there's nothing really to compare God's love to because it's some, something so outrageously unique, I think. Um, and yeah, it's definitely, yeah, as I said, it's not the emotion of love that we feel as humans. Um, actually, is it the Hebrew or the Greek? I think it's the Greek. Yeah, agape. It's, yeah, it's Greek. So agape, agape, however you want to say it. Um, mm. Agape love is it's love from the will it's a choice it's a decision it's an action it's not a mood or a feeling okay um which is yeah good to good to base it on what what have you got to do with God's love um I don't know there's a lot I don't really know where to start Mm. I think one interesting point you said is it's not it's not based on emotions which I guess a lot of the time when we show love to people it can be based on how we feel. Yeah. Um, you know, it's easy to love someone who loves you. You know, yeah. it's easy to love your sure. friend. But is it easy to love, you know, the person who Doesn't. is, you know, yeah. cutting you off when you're driving or, <laughs> you know, I don't know. Being rude to you or Shoving something. you into the door when you're trying to get on the tube, you know. Yeah. Um, I think that one thing... I've kind of been learning about God's love is that he actually not only does he want to show it to us but he wants to he wants us to become a vessel of his love yeah. to people um and 
when Jesus was on earth, he didn't just love people who loved him. He loved yeah. the very people who killed him. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, you know, he never he never spoke badly to them or retaliated or anything. He just turned mm. the other cheek and, and knew what he needed to do. So I think there's like a process of, of like becoming, becoming love. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think there's a, yeah, there's a lot, a lot to kind of there's say. There's so much. I, think I don't one, really know where to start. Yeah, I think uh, one really good point is that his love is not based on conditions. Um, and, you know, it's not like a, as soon as you do this, then I'm going to love you. Or mm. as soon as you do that or, you know, say this, say that. Like, it's not based on that. No, he he's decided to love us no matter what. Like, yeah. it says, I have got the verse in Romans 5, 8. But God mm. demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. So it wasn't like, like now you want to be a Christian or now you want to have a relationship with me. Now I'm loving you before we even made that decision. He chose to love us, mm. like, no matter what. Um, yeah, and I think it's just really good to remember that it's not, like, what we can do that's making him love us. It's everything he's done for us. Because, you know, the Bible says God is love. He's not, it's not he has love, he is love. He's the perfect image of love. Um, yeah, I think it's, yeah. Yeah, I, th I think I hear, I don't know, floating around the church, you can hear, like, you know, yeah, we ju we want to encounter God in his love. And it's true, mm. we do. But that's who he is, is yeah. love. So it all everything he does is, um, you know, is out of love. Like yeah. he can't act outside of that because that's his character. It's who he is. Yeah. Um, like I'm human. Yeah. He is love. Um, so I think that's another interesting thing is that he, yeah, he doesn't, that never changes. We always, you know, the fact that we can worship him without dying yeah. is an expression of his love you know and yeah. his mercy is an expression of his love and all of this stuff yeah i think also we actually in our prayer meeting today someone said something which really really touched me it's like when when we're worshiping god and when we're coming to him we're we're worshiping him for who he is we're, we're seeking his face not his hand and what he's going to do for us mm. um which really hit me because i thought like I mean, that's what, we're, that's what we're doing. We're seeking him. But it's like, are we seeking his hand so he's going to do something for us? Or are we seeking his face just because we want to seek him for everything he is? Yeah. Um, that was a, yeah, that just hit me. And that was amazing. I think that's, yeah, that's a good question. What you, you know, in your relationship with God, what are you trying to get out of it? Are you trying to, is it all for your own benefit? Or is it actually, no, this relationship is all about God, not about me. Yeah, um, it's a good, it's a good point. Yeah. It's important. I think, yeah, let's just do, I've got some little points on what's the difference between human love and God's love. Um, so some things about human love is it easily fluctuates with our mood um, and our circumstances and it's selective. And as humans, we choose who we love. Um, and these affections definitely change from time over time. Um, and it can be quite fragile. Uh, family like kind of love is a little bit stronger, but also there's conflicts in families and it, just cause you're in a family doesn't mean you're going to be loved, you know? Um, but then if we go across to what God's love is, it's totally permanent. It's practical. It's so personal, but he will never stop loving us. Like he's never going to go off us mm -hmm. after a couple of years. It's like, Oh, you're you know, going to get the ick. No, no, the ick, <laughs> the ick is, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he will never get, if you know what the ick is, Oh, we won't go into what the ick is. I didn't know what it was until Eliza told me. The, uh, the ick is like, oh, we're not even going to go into it. But God doesn't get it. 
yeah whatever yeah god does not get the ick with you so um yeah search up maybe i'll just say what the ick is I just opened the when whole you've opened a whole can yeah absolutely no the ick is like when you're when well i've had it before when i've been starting to see a guy <laughs> this is so off topic Ooh. but whatever Ooh, start to see someone but actually after a while part of them does not like it's not like attractive for me and it's not like something i want to have in a relationship with a guy so yeah it, i get a little bit ooh, icky about being <laughs> with them yeah no i think i actually think it is relevant yeah because if we've experienced that kind of love whether it's us mm. um whether we're the what's the word recipient yeah receiver or, of that love yeah or we're the one giving it and it and it you know it kind of goes it just goes you yeah know? I, well first of all none of it was really love no and no, um second of all infatuation probably yeah, <laughs> yeah we can or lust mm. and i think second of all we can also um base what god's like on our experiences yeah and i think it's really important to not confine god to what we've experienced um you know like maybe a dad let you down or yeah. a, a mum or a you know uncle or, mm. or a partner um, a romantic partner maybe they let you down but god's love isn't like you say it's not the same yeah it's, a, you can get a distorted love. image from love from ex- like past experiences yeah but it's yeah it is good to distinguish that it's not the same as mm-hmm. the human love that we have mm. as humans really but yeah yeah i think the the hope for that um because i've experienced this the hope for that is that um god wants to kind of peel back all of that crap mm, yeah. that would seek to cover up what love really is and to prevent us. Because ultimately the devil wants to steal um, everything that God mm. tries to give to us. Yeah. So if he tries to give us love, he's going to try and steal that. But um, I think through intimacy and and um, quiet time with God, he wants to work on us and peel back all of the rubbish that would that would seek to stop us mm. you know, truly understanding what that is because of our previous experiences. So yeah. if maybe if you're listening and you think yeah well i i can't see god in any other way um it is possible but you need to actually spend time with him yeah otherwise it's not gonna happen yeah and even we had a we had a worship prayer meeting recently and the worship pastor he or the worship leader whatever i don't know what he is (laughs) but um yeah yeah. um he actually he made a comment like i think he felt like some of us needed to ask god to show to show us his tender heart for us yeah and mm. honestly, like I asked God in that moment and from what's been happening in my life, like it's been a whole heap of emotion, but in that, like, I know God's been showing me so much of his tender heart for me. Mm. And even last night in my quiet time with God, like I just got overwhelmed by how much he loved me. And I was like, this is so yeah. fitting because we're doing a podcast on this tomorrow. But like, honestly, it's, it's when you really grasp like how much he loves you and ask him, ask him to show him your tender heart. Like he wants to show that, that, that side of him to you. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's it's so, it's yeah, it's honestly it's amazing have like knowing how loved you are because there's nothing like it that compares like on this earth to yeah. God's perfect love. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's honestly it's it's amazing and yeah, I feel like all, often with human love, our actions and the way we treat that person like equals the love they have or the love they don't have for us. But, you know, with God, like, we literally, like, we can't do anything that's going to stop him from loving us. Yeah. Like, it's definitely, like, the the actions you make can definitely um, change. Our, they can they can affect our relationship with him. 
like mm. the actions you do, but they're never going to affect the way he sees you. And they're never going to affect the way he has his love for you. What? Why do you think that our actions would affect, and this isn't a trick question, but mm. why do you think our actions affect um, our relationship with God? I think, well, with in my past experience, when I've, when I've been in, so when I've been in actions, so like of competitive sin, like habitual sin, I guess that's the word for it. But mm-hmm. um, when I've been in that, there's been a lot of shame that comes with that, yeah. that, that the enemy's put on me. Um, and then that's distanced me from God because I have felt like, how can I even come to God right now? Yeah. And that it's from my side that I'm like, I'm that the relationship's changing. Like God's still saying this, he stays the same yesterday, today and tomorrow, whatever that, but like he, you know, it, it changed my view on like, oh, I don't feel like I can come to God right now. And that affected my relationship with him because I was feeling unworthy. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, getting that revelation that he's still just there with wide open arms is yeah. like, is, is freeing, you know? So, so that, would you yeah. say it's more like it affects your side of things rather yeah. than his? Yeah, for sure. Because what, what's going on in your mind can definitely be affected by the actions you're doing. If, if yeah. you know you're doing stuff wrong, totally. you're going to feel bad and you're going to want to distance yourself. Mm. Like, sorry, God. But like, you yeah. don't even feel like you can come into his presence, which is so not true. Mm. But for me in the past, that has been my experience. And that's why it can affect it. Like it's never going to, you know, God's never going to see you any differently or mm. love you any differently because of your, it's, I think it's definitely from our side for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's, it also just it's good it doesn't change uh, his love doesn't change on our performance like there's yeah. nothing we can do like more to make him love us more mm-hmm. um yeah it's totally not based on us which i think is really quite freeing and also yeah. it kind of takes a lot of pressure off us as well yeah. i think like knowing that it's not based on what we can do like we can't earn god's love you know the fact that he, he's given it freely he's given it totally freely um but yeah and he's just never going to change his views which is so great <laughs> it's just nice to know that isn't it um it's yeah, pretty cool yeah i think love's also shown god's love is shown through his like action as as we said with agape love um and he's expressed it in an action and it says this in john three sixteen, which is one of the most popular verses but it's oh, so yeah. so good it's such a good verse for this is how god loved the world he gave his one and only son so that everyone who believes in him will not perish, but have eternal life. Like he didn't just say he loved the world and made some lovely comments. I love you guys. <laughs> no, like he did. Like he, he sent his son yeah. to die on the cross. And that was his way of showing us that he loved us. Like even mm. when we didn't ask him to do that, like he doesn't owe us anything, but he still did that because he loves us so much. Yeah. Wow. So good. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah, Thank honestly. You, Jesus. Yeah, literally. And I think also he just gives us the very best to himself. Like, it's not like we unlock better versions mm. of God the more we have a relationship with him. Like, the moment that we desire that relationship and make that decision for Christ, he unlocks everything to us. Yeah. He unlocks, yeah. like, the very best. He, You know, the very best being his only son. <laughs> like, that's the best of himself. He gave the best of himself for us. Um, mm, there's There's that verse... I don't know. I don't want to quote it wrong, but I don't know what it exactly says. But it's something like when we take a step towards him, he takes a thousand towards us. Oh, that's a good verse. Yeah. I don't know. I've heard that verse before. I'll try. I'll find wow. it after. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it's so true because mm. we just he because again his character is love. Um, he and he really gave me a revelation that because his character is love, love doesn't force itself upon someone yeah. or something. 
And if we're not, if we don't want him, he doesn't thought he, you know, he mm. might give us signs and things, you know, like I'm here. Um, but ultimately he, he meets hunger and desire. Yeah. Yeah, and absolutely. when we desire him with everything, you know, that's, he'll straight away, you know, he's gonna, yeah he's gonna meet that. It's like the, um, what is it? It's, it's because he's given us free will. He's given us free will because mm. he wants us to make that decision to yeah. be in a relationship with him like because yeah. he could if he wanted to make us all robots that just love him and worship him yeah. all day but that's not like like just controlling someone to love you is not love at all no it's um, not so like the fact that he gives us free will is just because he wants us to make that decision for ourselves yeah to love him and that's true love that is true that love. reveals his love yeah, yeah the fact we sure. have free will yeah you know honestly. he could have just made us do what he wanted yeah um but, but yeah, yeah the fact we have free will is just it again it just reveals his love everything the, like the more and more and I, I'm only 19 you know but the more mm. and more I go through life and like I meet a lot of people and different types of people and I just see how his love is revealed in the like through relationship with him you start to see how his love is revealed in the most unlikely ways where you'd think mm. it's the complete opposite of his love have you got an um, example oh <laughs> let me think say so, you know yeah but you know I I can't stop I can't stop doing this, you know, I'm stuck in, you know, whatever, addiction, whatever it is, could be gambling, whatever. Um, and I just, I can't get out of it and God's not there. Mm. Um, and I think actually, it's obviously it's not a good thing and the addiction or whatever doesn't come from God, but it reveals his love because he, he loves us so much that he lets us choose to do, yeah. to, you know, be for him or against him. Mm. And ultimately I think that's the two choices um, and I truly believe that when you when you truly have intimacy and relationship with Jesus, that that stuff can't stand. Yeah. Because his love's his love's bigger than it. But his love is revealed in the fact that we have the choice to go off. Like, do you know what I mean? I could yeah. I could leave the church tomorrow if I yeah. wanted to. Um. But his his love has so gripped me that I yeah. can't. You know, I I don't I don't desire to ever walk away from him mm. or let anyone or anything take like first take, place. Absolutely. Yeah, because his love's you know well him, he's too he's too good. I think that goes on to, you know the the rules God's given us, the things God's told us to stick to in the Bible, is out of love. It's yeah. it's totally not. It's not there to so we don't have a fun time. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not there. Because that I think that's sometimes a misconception. People like uh, non-believers as well. Like, oh well, it just seems boring. Your life seems boring. But actually, no. Like the the things he's put in in the Bible, like for us to stick to, is totally to protect us. Yeah. You know, to, because he loves us. He doesn't want us to make mistakes that we could that could be prevented if we didn't do what what he says not to. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And also, like with love, like comes discipline doesn't it mm. like he, he disciplines the one he loves yeah absolutely mm. what do you think it looks like to be disciplined by god uh i was funny i was thinking about that when you were speaking mm. but i think there's a place and it says that no discipline at the time seems pleasant yeah um but it, then it says something about how it produces a harvest of righteousness i think or mm. something like that it produces good fruit so i think sometimes it doesn't feel pleasant but i also do think there is a place of realizing that he he loves me so he's disciplining me yeah um so you start to actually love him mm. and like his chastisement or his discipline becomes like an experience of his love um yeah but i think what does that look like i i think it can look like anything yeah it could be like you know you're gonna 
you know, eat the fifth piece of cake. And he's <laughs> like, you, you shouldn't do that. And mm. I'm like, oh, I really want it. And he's like, no, but you shouldn't. Or it could be, you know, if you make this decision, like you can, you can make this decision. It could be anything, you know, if you want to, if you want to go out tonight and get smashed, you can yeah. make this decision, you but it's really that. not going to be good for you. Yeah, what fruit does that produce? Exactly. Life, you know? So I think, and that, you know, at the time it's going to be like, yeah, but well, my friends are going out and, you know, it's going to be such a good night and I feel like I'm never going to have the same night again, blah, blah, mm. blah. But he's like, no, I've got something better for you. Yeah. And then, you know, if you do, um, you know, abstain from that, <laughs> this is a weird example, Um you know that's going to produce good fruit yeah, whereas sure. the other the other option mm. is not going to produce no. any fruit really there's a um, bible verse in proverbs 12 verse 1 to learn the truth you must long to be teachable or you can despise correction and remain ignorant wow like are we going to like you know this correction we get from god is out of love but mm. also it we grow from making mistakes as well don't we mm-hmm. we grow from the things that we've done in the past and like we're supposed to be teachable people like like looking more into the word what does the word say like like l- even just looking at jesus's life like yeah. i was going to go on to this in the second half and i probably will go into that now but like jesus is literally the perfect example for everything yeah, <laughs> like you know with love he is a perfect example but also like you know the way like like learning we can learn so much from his parables learning so much from like his teaching yeah like let's be teachable yeah let's be teachable in like Mm. what he says as well yeah um but yeah let's just move on to that actually like for for us as christians now like you know god loves us so much but he loved us we we love because he first loved us yeah but like how can we like we 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 need to be loving people and how does that look to love with god's love you know we're on that journey of becoming more like christ every day Mm. um but yeah like yeah as i said jesus is literally the perfect example for this like he says in john 13 verse 34 so i give you a new commandment love each other as much as i have loved you for when you demonstrate the same love i have for you by loving one another everyone will know that you're my true followers Mm. like wow we get to you know like like knowing people knowing that we're christians should be by the way we act as well not just by our words but it should be by our actions it's not Mm -hmm. you know saying like like just saying i love you is not like sometimes i feel like that we like as humans think that just saying i love you is enough or Mm. like or you know but it's not like it's actually from action Mm -hmm. that we show that like a good example of action actually in the um in luke 7 verse 12 i was just reading through luke this is the first time i've ever read luke and wow like do you know he was a doctor yeah yeah i did actually i heard well i heard that the other day about the miracles that jesus Mm. performed yeah but he did um so in luke 7 verses 12 jesus raises a widow's son and this this is a little bit of a lengthy passage but i'll read it um a funeral procession was coming out as he approached the village gate the young man who had died was the widow's only son and a large crowd from the village was with her when the lord saw her he over his heart overflowed with compassion i'll stop that there like jesus has such compassion like and it says that he had compassion on this woman but he didn't just stop by having compassion he didn't just stop there like Mm. oh i'm so sorry for what's happened i have so much you know it wasn't just that no he actually just went and raised like and then after don't cry he said then he walked over to the coffin and touched it and the bearer stopped young man he said i tell you to get up then the dead boy sat up and began to talk and jesus gave him back to his mother like he didn't stop with just 
there's so much compassion for this woman right yeah. now. Like he actually did something with that compassion and like that love he had for that woman. But it, the interesting thing here is he, if he was moved with compassion and you know, I don't know what it says in the original mm. translation, but I'm sure that, you know, it wasn't just emotional, but I'm sure that that like emotions had a part. Yeah. Like he physically had compassion on her. Yeah. I thought, wow, father, I, you know, this has really touched my heart. Yeah. Um, so I think that that is an example um, of, <clears throat> you know, how emotions aren't actually, a, aren't necessarily wrong. No. When they're submitted to the father. Yeah. And everything sure. Jesus had and did was completely submitted to the father. Yeah. So to I think we can get in an emotional, you know, you can be in a meeting and just like be crying and you're like, yeah, yeah I'm just This is yeah, emotional. This is amazing. God's doing something. Yeah. But it's like what what's the next step? Like you're filled yeah. with compassion, okay. Now what are you going to do yeah. with that compassion? Yeah. You see that homeless person in the mm-hmm. street and you're filled with compassion, but then you walk past and you're you know, you might say to your mate, "Oh, I feel really bad for them." Mm. So, okay well so do something about it if you don't feel yeah. that bad yeah and also like if you don't do anything with it it's just gonna it's gonna go and yeah faith without works is dead yeah literally and yeah like we we need to be doers in this love with, with mm-hmm. god like loving people by our actions is so important yeah you're right yeah sorry i went on quite a long tangent then no no, no you're good um yeah it just led him into action it led jesus into action when he had these like this compassion for this woman it led him into that action and like that's just you know we should like when we as you said like we we should not just leave a meeting with such compassion such fire and such like heart for what we've just prayed about or believed for and then mm. do nothing mm-hmm. do you know what i mean like yeah it's just like, weird yeah like today we had a meeting um we had a prayer meeting on praying for the nation and I think it was one of the first times I've actually prayed for nations. And today, mm. we, today, me and me, me and a partner, we pray for Zimbabwe. Zimbabwe, I Zimbabwe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, you say it. It's in Africa. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Um, but so we prayed for it. We prayed for that nation. It's really random. Yeah. Well, so it's so we like we all had a different flag and we all mm. prayed for the di- a different nation. It's cool. And like I've never prayed for Zimbabwe before, right? I don't think I have. Either. No, but like Maybe as I was I praying, I really got like a heart yeah. for the nation. Uh-huh. And it's like, okay, now what do I do with this heart mm. that like God's just like shown me that I have this compassion for this nation? Yeah. Well, not just Zimbabwe, but just praying for the nations in general. Am I just going to stop? never pray for the nation again or wait till the next prayer meeting where I'm forced to pray for the nation again or encouraged to, mm. you know, but like, you know, is this going to spur me into actually going to the, like the missions prayer meetings now? And it, I would, I, I, I absolutely want to go. Like, I spoke to the, the, one of the leaders after and I feel like I just want to like get a bit more involved because yeah, awesome. show me a part, like a, a part of my heart, which has a, a compassion for the for yeah. nations. Like maybe you need to go to Zimbabwe. Maybe I need to go to Zimbabwe. Who, who knows? Who knows? Um, but yeah, like I think like, you know, I could so easily just leave that meeting and never pray for a nation again or wait until the next time I'm like encouraged to, mm. but like actually in my private, private time, like quiet time of God, like I'm going to add a little bit of praying for the nations and praying for missions now. It was Zimbabwe. In there. Bit, bit, bit of Zimbabwe, not Zimbabwe. <laughs> You can call it that if you want. I mean, I, mean, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. Anyone yeah. from Zimbabwe listening? <laughs> Email us if you are. <laughs> no. Um, but yeah, let's go on to um, 1 Corinthians 13, verse 4 to 7. This is, I think, a really practical way for us to understand how to love. Um, this is, yeah, I'll read it out. Love is patient and kind. Love is not jealous or boastful or proud 
or rude. It does not demand its own way. It is not irritable. It keeps no record of being wronged. It does not rejoice about injustice, but rejoices whenever the truth wins out. Love never gives up, never loses faith, is always hopeful and endures through every circumstance. Like, you know, if if we even just yes. took that, if we took like that verse and just like, I feel like it's something I need to keep reading over and over and yeah, over. Reminding myself. For yeah, for sure. And like, like every day, like, am I being patient? If I'm not being patient, come on, like, is that is that God's love? No, like... Am I bit like am I jealous about things? Like just like like looking at myself and like like God, is this is this the best way that you've called me to live? Like am I supposed to be jealous? No, like clearly not. Probably it's not. It, you know? No, <laughs> I'm not. Um but yeah, like it's not rude, it does not demand its own way. You know, it's not irritable. Like I definitely get irritable sometimes, quite quite often, especially living with how many like 30 people right, all have sinned and fallen it, short yeah of for God. sure absolutely <laughs> um but i mean yeah like I de- i'm definitely irritable but like i really want to like be able to like catch myself out next time you know when i'm mm. in when i'm in these like feelings or these being rude or you yeah. know like catch myself out like i want god to remind me like mm. something i need to pray about like yeah that's god what holy spirit me. does yeah exactly he convicts us i think it's another example of his discipline as well yeah you know sometimes i'll say something and often when I say something wrong, I'll know before I say it. And oh, I'll really? Say it and it's, yeah. Or when I'm saying it, I'll be like, oh, yeah. I shouldn't have said that. Um, but, and to be honest, it doesn't happen that much. Not that I don't say anything wrong, yeah. like I obviously do, but um, it doesn't happen that much. But of, like sometimes afterwards, I'll be like, you know, God will, will say, you know, you shouldn't have said that. Yeah. And yeah. I think that's part of his discipline. Um I feel like I've had real convictions recently on that too. I felt like when I've, I think it's, I'm still trying to like think before I speak sometimes, but I've definitely said some things recently, which after I said it, I was like, oh, that wasn't good. And then I actually just had to like, really like come with with my like tail between my legs. Like, I'm really sorry. And I just went up to the person. I was just like, as hard as that is to do, because trust me, it's so hard, like to really just go, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have said that. Like to admit you're in the wrong is not easy. But like after I did that and they were like, no, it's fine. Don't worry. And sometimes they don't even get offended, but Mm. you know, it's just checking, you know? Mm. Yeah. It's when you were speaking, it just um, reminded me of something that God's really been teaching me about, which is quite hard. Like I hate confrontation. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I'm not a fan either. And if something's wrong, if someone's done something that's upset me, uh, what I, you know, what I, what I used to do <laughs> is that, like, I would just, I wouldn't talk to them about it. I'd kind of just sweep it under the rug, maybe distance myself a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then speak about, like, speak to people about it behind their back, to others about yeah, it. Yeah, I and mean, I definitely have to. I realised <laughs> that that is, like, that's, like, evil. Like, mm. I can't be doing that as a Christian. Yeah. It's not right. And it wasn't a, in a condemning way. It was, like... Mm. Like God's like, come on, son. You know, there's I've got so much more for you than that. Um, and yeah, I've uh, God's been teaching me about speaking the truth in love, and mm. like, what does that look like? You know, when I've had yeah. to have some conversations recently, especially in church, yeah. which I've not <laughs> wanted to have at yeah. all, and they've been hard. And you know, even to the point of like, where I could like, like I'm almost in tears. Mm. Um, but sometimes you have to speak the truth in love. And I need to stop yeah. trying to be this guy that everyone likes and yeah. thinks, like, oh, he's holy. I think it's and actually, just speak yeah, the truth. Because sure. that's love. That's showing love. I think, yeah, it's it's loving to 
to like pick up on something mm -hmm. you know rather than just letting your emotions get angry yeah. about it and then it will come out some other way if you're frustrated yeah, yeah. at this person like it's loving to squash it mm -hmm. you know i think there's a verse somewhere Definitely. like don't let don't ever let the sun, do, sun go down on your anger yeah that like is. you know and that is that's heavy itself but like wow like what does that look like to like if i'm offended or if someone's hurt me like just it's a hard conversation yeah because mm. i really don't like confrontation either i'd rather just forgive and move on and ignore mm -hmm. but it actually like sometimes people don't know when they've said something wrong or mm -hmm. they you know they may have said something thinking that in love they might have said it in love to us but mm -hmm. then i might have felt it in an offensive way yeah so just ha keeping a conversation open about it is i think a really healthy way to like you know not build up anger or resentment to a person because that's mm. not love at all no you know? it's not as much as yeah i have been convicted on that too like about having confrontation like i don't want to like i don't want to be a confrontational person but like also when there's a problem let's talk about it like i'd rather have a little weird conversation than it just build into something in my mind that yeah. i'm just angry frustrated uh -huh. at this person like it's so much it's easier in the long run you know yeah mm. that is good yeah but i definitely i'd re recommend like meditating on 1 corinthians 13 verse 4 to 7 and like i you know i think i even need to put up maybe i love little signs up in my room like near my bed yeah. i've got so many convicting things when i when the holy spirit has spoken to me or something like i'll write it down like if it's something that i need to keep reminding like myself get over of. it yeah <laughs> like you know i well i was i I remember in the fast, I asked God, like, specifically, God, I really want to grow. Mm -hmm. And then a week into the fast, I was struggling. I was so angry. I went to my mental meeting and I just, I was just complaining the whole meeting. And then I left that meeting. And then in the, the prayer meeting in the evening, the, like, God just spoke to me so clearly. He was like, what did you ask me at the beginning of this week? You asked me to grow, didn't you? Yeah. And I was literally like, oh, my God. I actually forgot that I asked yeah, that. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, God, like, We've this is really, there. like, the way, I've, the way I've treated, like, this has not been good. But it's yeah. shown me something that I need to grow on. Yeah. So I've literally got a little piece of paper on my um, cupboard saying, remember, you asked me to grow. Yeah. Just to remind myself every time, like, no, I am asking God to grow. And that's not an easy question to ask because I know it's not mm. going to all be easy when I ask that question, you know. But like yeah, growth comes, grow. yeah, exactly. Mm. So, but it's it's a good thing to ask and it's, you know, it doesn't come without pain, but like it's it's fruitful and it's good, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, yeah, so definitely meditate on that um, passage. I think I even need to again. Yeah, I think <laughs> I might need to do that. Yeah, um, I think also another way we can show love is... God has put people in our life around us. Um, and, you know, if we're faithful to God, we should also be faithful to the people around us. Mm. Um, like, for for example, in the keynote this week on Tuesday, um, the pastor said, like, that's why, like, it's not really loving to mo keep, like, moving churches, hopping, skipping to a new church every week that suits you, which makes you feel good. But no, God's actually put, like, if you're in a church, God's put these people alongside you, unless he speaks clearly about something else, you know. Like, like we do move churches in our life like it's i think it's quite rare for someone to be at the same church their whole life but like you know it's loving to to be faithful to the people he's put aside you not use them for when it suits you you know mm. um yeah yeah i agree yeah i think that's just a little side note but i think it's yeah be a faithful friend like and what does that look like actually i'm gonna do a whole podcast on being like having godly oh, friendships yeah in couple of weeks time me and my friend are going to record god what does it look like for godly friendships which mm. is going to be good fun I'm i've got a uh yeah 
do you like there's a you do a quote segment. quote at the end yeah. yeah i mean we can do one of your quotes now how many have you got two i've got two i'll save it i'll save it yeah okay you're gonna save it all right I'm awesome we're it. nearly done anyway so it's all good okay um actually would you look at that it's quote time is it, it actually is yeah the next thing is quote time i'm just so in the flow so in the flow right <laughs> i've yeah i've got quite not kidding. for the bible but you've got two right yeah so do you want to do one of yours first yeah yeah so cool. um while we're on that topic i'm trying to figure out how to hold my phone and still speak in the microphone <laughs> surprisingly challenging um uh, okay this is it where shall i start what's the bible oh, verse? wow this is amazing uh john 15 oh vine is yes that a, yeah yeah if you keep my command you will remain in my love just mm. as I have kept my father's commands and remain in his love. Mm. I've told you this so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. This is the main bit that I'm trying to um, focus on. My command is this, love each other as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this, to lay down yeah. one's life for one's friends. And I think that's it. Yeah. Like we just have to lay down our lives. Yeah. That what does laying down your life look like though? I think just surrendering to Jesus, mm. giving him everything, you know, realizing that my life isn't my own. I've been bought yeah. with a price and he does give us the choice if we want to actually yeah. surrender to him or how much. But to be honest, I've, I've tried doing it half heartedly yeah, and it doesn't uh, work. No, I've tried it as well. Yeah. And you just, you do end up like just coming to God, like, no, I want yeah. full, I want full in. Like and it's he, not, he loves me. Yeah. He wants all of me. Yeah. And he, he can have it. Half, He's yeah. worthy of not just he's not just worthy when i'm in a meeting singing mm -hmm. oh, jesus you're worthy he's worthy whether you, know, you feel like it or not yeah of Absolutely. my of everything uh -huh. every breath i could ever breathe every word i say he's worthy of that so yeah i think it's um laying down our life in surrender to him but also always putting other people first yeah like he was perfect he didn't need to die yeah he actually you know he he could have lived forever because mm. sin the the sting of sin is death yeah. And Jesus never sinned. So, so he, he could have just yeah. kept going. But he chose to become sin. Um, you For know. Us, yeah. yeah. And it's like I wanna I wanna pick up my cross and follow in that yeah, example. Literally. Um and it doesn't matter what people do to me. Yeah. And in a practical way, like laying your life down with your friends. It's like, you know, is it choosing your desires above like what you actually do? Like are you Yeah. I don't even know how, like, for example, like, if you get asked to volunteer at this thing and, like, really, you'd rather just stay in bed all day. Mm -hmm. But actually, like, God's given you an opportunity to serve people. Mm. Like, it's laying down, oh, okay, I'm I'm going to get out of bed. I'm actually going to serve people. Mm. Like, that's like that's laying down your emotions and your feelings in that moment. And just, you know, yeah, oh God, I'm going to serve these people because you're worthy of me serving, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's such a good, yeah, that's one to meditate on, isn't it? Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. That's so good. Okay, shall I do mine? Yeah, please cool. do. This is not from the Bible, but I just thought it's by Jerry Bridges. Good whoever old that man is, I've no idea. Um, but yeah, this is probably one of the best quotes I found for it. God's unfailing love for us is an objective fact affirmed over and over in the scriptures. It is true whether we believe it or not. Our doubts do not destroy God's love, nor mm. does our faith create it. It originates in the very nature of God who is love and it flows to us through our union with his beloved son. 
Wow. That's a good quote. Who isn't is it? that guy? Jerry, I know. One of his friends. We should watch him. I don't know if he does preachers. I don't know if he's know. even still alive. Maybe he might not be, but Jerry, if you're out there, hit us up. <laughs> yeah, honestly, do you want to come on the podcast? <laughs> get a coffee. <laughs> yeah, but how good is that? Like that really, you know, it doesn't. You know, it doesn't. His, our doubts don't destroy it. Mm. Which, yeah. And I love like communion with mm. his son. Yeah. We get to well have through that. our union with his. Oh, sorry, union, son. not communion. I mean, <laughs> communion it's the same with his beloved son. No, well, well communion. Yeah. What is communion? It's, yeah. it's it's unity. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Wow. Good, good quote, isn't it? It's a Listen big one. Listen to it over if you need to hear it again, because I had to read it quite a few times. Hit that rewind button. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cool. What's your last quote? Uh let me find it. I should have had this ready. Should have had it ready. Sorry. Well, while we're here, while Tim's getting his last quote ready, we might as well plug his Instagram and plug oh, the socials. You. So Tim's Instagram is? Uh, at Tim underscore Newman underscore. Yeah, so follow him if you'd like to follow him. He's got a great Instagram account, so you might oh, as well. Thanks. Um, and then the Glowing for God podcast Instagram is at Glowing for God PC. So very simple. Nice. And then we've also got an email if you'd like to send in questions or um yeah questions requests of what you want us to talk about really anything you want to email in you're welcome to it's glowing for god at outlook.com so you're good yeah nice should we finish with your last quote yeah i've got it for i'm convinced that neither death nor life is it neither or neither neither death nor i don't know <laughs> i'm gonna go with neither, neither death nor. for i'm convinced that neither death nor life neither angels nor demons neither the present nor the future nor any powers neither height nor depth nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate yeah. us from the love of god that is in christ jesus our lord yeah wow boom that's good if i don't I was know holding why we this mic i would drop it <laughs> drop the mic yeah. <laughs> yeah literally should we just leave it on that yeah. <laughs> that's honestly like nothing can separate you from the love of God, mm-hmm. nothing you can do will ever yeah, separate you. Yeah, there's nothing you have done that's too much. No. Like, God is so forgiving and mm. he's such a gracious God. Yeah, he's just yeah. waiting like this with his arms open. Yeah. Mm. Awesome. It's awesome. Amazing. Yeah, so I think we've, we're done. Thanks, Thank Eliza. you so much for coming on, Tim. Thanks for having me. It was me. a pleasure and I'm sure you'll be back on soon. Um, but yeah, that is God's love, people. Um, I really hope you are blessed by this. Um, and yeah, just remember, it's it's nothing what you have done, but it's just everything he's done. He just loves, loves, loves you. So be so blessed this week and yeah, just maybe meditate on some of the scriptures we spoke about or just do your own research on what God's love is and, you know, ask him to show him your tender, to, to show him his tender heart for you. And trust me, he really wants to show that to you. So yeah, be so blessed and yeah, we'll see you in the next podcast. <laughs>